0: Cast forever now. Yes. Um. So today is November. No, it's October. <laughs> the thirtieth. The thirtieth. It's Devil's Night.
1: Yeah. Man. It's so.
0: <sighs> we were supposed to be playing a show tonight, and then it didn't happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: We were supposed to play a private party, and then it fell through um, at the last minute. So. Kind of bummed was gonna was kind of looking forward to doing like a Halloween show Yeah Mammoth was not really a Halloween show, right?
1: Yeah, because there were four whole people that came Yeah Mammoth is like that though in the off season I mean, it's just, you know Bay Harbor just kind of dies
0: Yeah, it's super dead, right? Yeah Yeah I'm gonna turn you up a little bit <sighs> There we go So <laughs> <laughs> So, so Hmm. Yeah, I mean, last night's show I don't know. I thought we played alright. Like I, every time we play, I kind of have a new song that I really like. Mhm. Um, and I think the Nirvana You Know You're Right cover, oh yeah, that you have brought to the table has, is like kind of my new favorite. Mm -hmm. That and Zombie
1: Yeah those are mine right now too And uh, On a Plane
0: Yeah On a Plane is one that we've done before But
1: Yeah we kind of forgot about it until like You know uh, Earlier in the week At High Five Yeah We hadn't played it in like Almost a year probably Yeah Yeah we had a lot of shows this week Between the two of us
0: Man I feel like I'm not getting a good signal from you now I gotta turn it up more yeah. Check it out.
1: Check, 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 check. Checking.
0: There we go. That's better. <laughs> we're using a new mic that we picked up. Testing it out. Mainly because I don't want to go to the car and get the other microphone. That's fair. So we're using this one. <laughs> 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 well, this one, um, it's a uh, EV Electro Voice, um, like six. 3-5-A or something like that and I just kept seeing things about it in articles and stuff as kind of being like a, a really interesting cool like dark tone uh, mic.
1: Hmm.
0: It's like a, a classic like interviewing mic from like the 70s. Yeah. And it's supposed to be pretty decent on voice. Um, it's supposed to really be good on drums mm-hmm. as well. Um King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard is a band that I've been kinda getting into. It's
1: a band that needs a its name. <laughs>
0: I don't know. They're they're really good. They're really out there. And I like the name. Um but this is a mic that like I saw all of them using mm-hmm. like during a a certain era that they were in. And it kind of gives it like a cool vintagey. I don't know, sound. So it'll be interesting to see what this sounds like with your voice on it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, well, anyway, <laughs> have a great night. Bye. <laughs> we've uh, we've been, uh, you know, really trying to figure out how to do the podcast more efficiently and do it um, with video and mm-hmm. stuff, which... Um, we're not quite into yet but we will be and part of it is is you know the scheduling of it because it has to make sense with our life and we're you know this is as of now like a free podcast so mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out how to make it make sense with our life and scheduling and to where we're not only focusing on this and we're also making music because the point of this podcast is to talk about the music that we're making along with interviewing everybody from the area and kind of you know documenting all of the talent in the area yeah so we're figuring it out as we go (laughs) but yes sir <laughs> we didn't do a podcast last week
1: a week before
0: yeah yeah i mean the last one that was supposed to be ours mm-hmm. we did not do it yeah we tried but we were too tired
1: i was and in a funk i've been in a funk
0: yeah we should talk about it because there's nothing else to talk about
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had like literally a whole week of shows nothing to talk about
0: <laughs> well yeah um the Mesa, It's it started off with uh, us playing at the Mesa <laughs> and there's video of it on, <laughs> online where I'm literally about to play the first note of our night mm-hmm. and my ju- drum throne broke. Snapped? Um, yeah, the, the thing that wraps around the metal uh, pole, that part broke and... If there wouldn't have been a wall behind me, I, I'm pretty sure that I would have fallen. Oh, that would have
1: hurt so. All then. the way
0: back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and because of how I'm positioned on the chair, the the chair it has to be a a chair that can go really tall, and then I have to put it at the ma- like the max height, which is not really s- as stable as it could be. Mm-hmm. And I'm essentially, when I'm playing, you know, one foot's going up, one foot's going up you know, the whole time. So I'm always kind of just holding myself. It's like you're
1: riding a bike.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of like riding a bike Mm. and playing guitar Yeah. and singing at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Except this one, I, I I don't, I'm not too afraid of falling except for when my chair starts acting, you know, and it had been acting like kind of, or feeling different. In the last it looked really
1: wobbly. Like, I commented on how wobbly it looked.
0: Yeah. Shortly (laughs) before it broke. (laughs) And then it broke.
1: Yeah. Somebody commented on the video, at least nothing was broken. No one got hurt. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) "What Did you watch it? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, I I didn't get hurt, which was good.
1: No, but it was just funny because, like, you show the broken chair in the video. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that definitely broke. It definitely broke my... Will. Yeah, will to live.
1: God, even just like when I move my fingers on this mic, it makes noise.
0: Huh. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the one we're using unless you want to go get the other one.
1: (laughs) I don't care if people hear my fingerprint noises.
0: Fingerprint noises. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. So that really sucked. Luckily, Greg Vadenay... Saved the day. I called Greg and he came down in like five minutes and gave me a drum throne. You
1: could even say that he literally saved your ass.
0: Greg Vadney literally saved my ass and gave me a throne to use. No, um, yeah. So thank you, Greg. Um, that was a lot of help. And uh, yeah, we played the show. Playing on a different chair, though, even just that really changes everything
1: mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah it seemed like by friday though you had it you know you were playing just like you at least the the quality of your drumming excuse me was back to where it normally is on friday
0: yeah yeah i mean it, it took a while to get used to it and even as i was doing it it hurt a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> um
1: yeah. Cause it was a lot lower than your drum chair.
0: Yeah. It couldn't go as high as I needed it, but we, yeah. So we did Tuesday at, at um, Mesa. Mesa and then Wednesday we played at high five spirits. And that was like, you know, another night of kind of getting used to the drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday night we had off Friday night, the pistol whips played at Encore 201 in Traverse City, and I felt like it was going really great. I was like, definitely in pain while playing the drums, but was getting through it and was trying to play like two hours straight. And I, I felt like I was playing so good, uh, really in like a flow state, had like complete control over what I was doing, and then my amp just stopped working. Yeah, like out of nowhere. And, um, yeah, so my amp like died, um, right near the end of the night. So the, the drum (laughs) throne on Tuesday, the amp on Friday blown. Um, so yeah, just stuff like that happened. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. It was an eventful week.
0: Yeah, it was definitely an eventful week. Um, we, uh, you know, and then we played, uh, last night, Saturday night at Mammoth, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, not a lot of people there. Uh, you know, we dressed up, and <laughs> and,
1: uh, and we were the only people that we saw dressed up.
0: Yeah, we were the, like <laughs> like anywhere, right? Yeah, like everywhere yeah. we went. Yes, beforehand, nobody was dressed up. No one was dressed up. Um, in the so, if you if you haven't seen the, the photos of us. I was the devil, (laughs) and you were a, was it bad habit nun?
1: That's what the costume was called, yes. I was essentially a slutty nun.
0: Slutty nun, okay. Um, And so (laughs) by the time we got to Mammoth, my face was itching so bad that I was like, I have to wipe some of this off, because the red face paint, because it was, uh, I know it was going to come off, and I'd rather it be... A controlled looking like coming off of my face (laughs) other than like, you know, me smearing it with, you know, while I'm because I just couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle the makeup on my skin.
1: Yeah, it's such cheap makeup that like, I mean, it's very irritating to the skin. Yeah. Especially when you don't wear makeup all the time, too. Because I mean, like I just wore a normal face of makeup and I felt like I was dying. Cause I never wear makeup anymore. I was just like, Oh God, I can't believe I used to do this every day.
0: It's like claustrophobic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Especially like the, like mascara and eyeliner, like it just being so close to your eyes was just like, Oh
0: <laughs> yeah. You put some, some mascara or uh eyeliner on me. Yep. Put it right
1: on your waterline.
0: Yeah. It was so <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, But for photo's sake... Yeah.
1: I mean, you took it like a champ.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I did. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, we went and played the show at Mammoth, you know, in costume. (laughs) And then halfway through the night, I had brought, like, another shirt. Because I wasn't in, like, really a costume other than I had red stuff on my face.
1: Yeah, I mean, you were wearing, a like, a black suit and a red shirt yeah and suspenders and a little hat i, I forgot, don't think you even wore. i forgot inside. the
0: hat in the car um that was the coolest part yeah it, it kind of was the coolest part and then i totally forgot it
1: you look like an old-timey preacher that turned into satan yeah You're like a kentucky fried satan
0: yeah exactly yeah um yeah but i don't know so then halfway through the show i was like fuck this and i changed into my my new creep yeah, show. He
1: betrayed me.
0: Sure. And Holly was like, so I'm the only one that's going to be dressed up like yeah. a slutty nun. <laughs>
1: it's like, bro, you can't just like bail on your costume halfway through the night.
0: No one gave a shit. No one. No, you know what I mean? It's like no one was dressed up.
1: I mean, no one I was going to In up. the sense that like now I was the odd one out before you were, you know, the odd one out with me. And right. so it was fine, and then you uh, well, hey, washed hey, your face. Listen, and I told changed. you, I told
0: you that I could have put my shirt back on. Yeah,
1: I know. And but you
0: said it was I, fine. I don't so. want you
1: to do something you don't want to do. I just wanted you to be better. No, I'm just yeah. kidding
0: <laughs> yeah. I definitely was not better. <laughs> I don't know. The vibe was all off it, it, at that yeah. place. <laughs> Some nights you just go to a gig and you're like, fuck. All right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, that's not really like the party spot. It's kind of like rich people going to have one or two drinks and then leaving.
0: Yeah, Bay Harbor was just dead. Yeah, it was just dead in general. Mm-hmm. But we got you know we're 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 getting more video here and there um, live, which is which is I don't know kind of like one of the more fun parts of the night for me because I can really focus on playing like we're recording mm-hmm. and that makes me play a little bit better it
1: does yeah I notice that for myself as well
0: I can really like try to focus and concentrate on little things and mm-hmm. you know I mean when the people are there it matters but you know when I'm when I can and I wish I could have the headphones on it and record. Yeah. With it cuz it would it would it would just be so much easier to to hear everything and mm-hmm. to really dial it in but yeah so we posted a video on the shouting bones page of us playing uh When the Night Comes by Dan Auerbach from the Black Keys. That's one of my uh favorite songs uh by Dan Auerbach mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's a pretty cool version of it but yeah. So. Yes. What's going on with you?
1: (laughs) I don't even know. Um, I started having um, really intense alcohol cravings out of nowhere seemingly two weeks ago. Um, During one of the pistol whips gigs that i went to Hello Vino, i was sitting there was only sitting room at the bar and so i sat at the bar which i typically avoid doing um just as like a discipline because it's like why I put myself in that predicament if i don't need to um and i was just staring at the bottles because there was really nothing i would have had to turn really awkwardly in my seat to look at you um and I've been trying not to be on my phone, so I didn't want to be on my phone, and I wasn't getting service there anyways, so I was just kind of like staring you know, a thousand yards stare at the bottles, and I was like, "Oh my God, I know I would feel so much more like comfortable in this crowded, uncomfortable situation if I had you know alcohol as a pacifier still." And um, it got uncomfortable enough to the point where I realized I needed to leave, and so I went out to the car, and um, I googled, you know, district whatever that district be district twelve district or something. District thirteen, I think. Thirteen, I think it was. It was different than ours, but regardless, I you know googled meetings near um, Bel Air. And there was one in Mancelona that was starting at 7. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to drive to Mancelona then, which is like oh, 15 miles away or so. And then um, I got there, and I walked in the door of the church, and I could hear the voices of the people in the basement. And I was like, no, you know, I don't need this. I'm I'm good. Because the last time I went to AA, which was over a year ago, it made me feel really depressed. Because um, it was a meeting where people were kind of just reliving their glory days, you know. And so I turned around and walked back out. And I called my mom. I went to the grocery store. just, like, basically, like, bummed around. Drove around the block, like, 20 times around the bar. <laughs> just looking for a good parking spot. Just anything I could do to not have gone to that meeting and um i think that was the the week that we didn't do a duo podcast cuz i was just in such a bad place like mentally and emotionally and i don't feel like i've really pulled out of that a lot like i'm i'm okay but um like i'm also not and last saturday i went to a meeting And then I went to a couple more meetings over the week. And um, I've just been like trying to figure out why out of nowhere I'm just like dying for a drink, right? And I shared this with you yesterday, obviously. But I think it comes down to the fact that i um, it's not the alcohol that I miss. It's the ease of... Being around people and socializing. Like I, I miss going out and as soon as I walk in, somebody's making my drink because they know, you know, <laughs> they know exactly how I want that martini. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sitting down and talking to people that I don't really actually know, but I can, you know, I'm laid back enough after a couple of drinks to just be comfortable in public and I'm never comfortable in public anymore. Like my job horrifies me. Going to work and having to talk to people that I don't know all day and like make them coffee and have an interaction with them makes me feel like I'm crawling out of my skin. And I, I, I literally feel like it's making me insane. And so I think it's it's not so much the alcohol that I'm missing, but the, um, but feeling comfortable in my skin.
0: Which alcohol makes you feel comfortable in your skin?
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Like all the time? Like even when you're not drinking? like, like No,
1: no, no, no. Only when I'm buzzed or drunk.
0: How do you feel after you, like a night of going out and heavy drinking? Like if you can remember, you know, does that feeling carry over to the next day of like feeling, you know, comfortable uh, socially better or does it get worse
1: I don't think I like really socialized without it you know what I mean
0: right I mean so like the next day after going out and socializing yeah. though, in the morning when you wake up like did you feel comfortable In those situations, like the next day after?
1: Mm, I don't think so, because I was always thinking about when I could, you know, take my next drink. Hmm. Because it was all about, um, you know, I didn't want to be the kind of drunk that passes out in the middle of the day. And so it was all about when I could, you know, start drinking. I had to time it perfectly so that I still wasn't falling asleep until like after midnight. You know what I mean? I had to pace myself all day. So it's like, how early can I get away with it? What should I drink so that I don't get too drunk? um you know making sure i always had water too so that i could stay you know on that study spiral of functioning all day. yeah alcoholic. functioning yeah i was the i don't want to say like i was a, the perfect functioning alcoholic because ultimately i did lose everything except for you you know um but for a long time i was fairly fairly functional um yeah I don't know
0: it's strange cause like when I <clears throat> it's just funny how we as people like it's uh like when you were saying I just felt like I could go out and, and the bartender would know exactly how I like my drink he'll make it for me I'll sit at the bar with people that I don't know and I'm able to talk to them you know it's like <clears throat> those are all things that or it's easier said than done, but those are all things that we can do without alcohol. You know, like you can go into a bar and be like, and he could be like the usual. And you're like, yep, my mocktail, my usual mocktail. He knows how you like it, you know, after a few times, Mm -hmm. and then you could still sit at the bar and talk to people. Um, it's just harder without alcohol. But like, if you really look at the, all the things that we do when we use alcohol, it's like, it's, you know, it's like, well, it's a lubricant. It's like, but it's also, you know, we all need an excuse to let loose. Like we need an excuse. Like, you know, when someone's like, you know, Oh, I'm so sorry about last night. I got so drunk. Yeah. You know, or or the opposite when people are like, "You're my best friend, bro." Mm-hmm. Like, your true feelings come out when you're drunk. Yeah, you know that's like another classic thing. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's like you could say all of these things to people sober.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just so hard to do it. It's so hard to <clears throat> be comfortable in your skin and be comfortable saying things to people that you really mean. Or you know, and so it's like we need to have that you know
1: i think for me like i think that alcohol completely changes who i am as a person because like you know how like you were saying it makes some people um more vulnerable or more comfortable i don't know like i almost think that like when i was drinking it was almost like putting on a disguise like I just became someone else entirely because I'm not a social butterfly without it. I really, truly don't feel like I could strike up a conversation with a stranger ever as a sober person. Like I just, it's not in me to go up to somebody and start talking to them, even when I want to. You know, there was a lady I saw at, you know, a meeting yesterday and I was like, oh, I bet she would be a great sponsor. I should go talk to her. She seems so nice. And as soon as that meeting was done, I stood up and I walked out. You know, like I just even in a safe atmosphere like that where that would be a normal thing to do. I just can't do it. Like I. I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, we all can do or not do those things right I mean I definitely have done both sides of like oh I want to talk to that person and then I'm like no don't do it you know and mm-hmm. I I chicken out and I go the other way but the times that I do say things that people and like try to engage I always usually always feel better you know mm-hmm. even though it's really hard to do I I don't always do it, though. <laughs> you know, it's like it's... Yeah. But I know what you mean, and... It, and Because... Yeah, I mean, I used to do the same thing when I was younger. I'd be like, I need to drink in order to go out and have fun. You know, but then I realized, like, I wasn't actually having fun <laughs> while I was out. I was just... Yeah. You know...
1: It's like fake fun.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, well, it's... It it's fun at the time, and then therefore I guess it's not fake. But it's when you look back on it, it's like, is it just kind of having something to do and putting yourself in a situation, you know? Yeah, just distracting
1: like, yourself from your real life. I mean, because yeah. I feel like I could count the times I actually had fun being drunk on one hand. You know what I yeah, mean?
0: Yeah, d- uh, definitely. There- like
1: actual meaningful nights.
0: And then the rest of the times are just kind of trying to recreate that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's like you're chasing something every time you go out. That's why I would keep going out because it's like I was looking for meaning, looking for intimacy with friends, looking for like real relationships and just failing miserably every night, you know, because it was just and and I found myself becoming more and more extreme of a person, too, because I felt like I. You know, I needed more validation, more attention. I wanted everybody to just love me. I just wanted anybody to love me. You
0: got to up the ante. And once you start going out and doing, you know, like, yeah. Oh, Holly, like Holly's here. We're going to have, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. I just really, and it wasn't even like I needed attention and like, a oh, she needs attention way. It was like a, I just really want to be loved. Like I just want to feel feel, something. Exactly, I want to feel like part of the community. You know, and I think that's something that, like, even though I don't know, it's so strange because I'm I'm so caught in this like I'm so introverted and I just want to be home thing, but then also I miss being like feeling like I'm a part of something. I always felt like I was a part of something when I was going out drinking with people. You know, part of a large group, just doing whatever, just wasting fucking time. But um. Like, I, I think I missed the socialization, but I don't know how to socialize.
0: I think that that comes also with time and sobriety.
1: Yeah, but it's been over a year. Like, yeah. one, you know what I mean? Like you're,
0: you're not putting in the work to going out while you're sober and trying to have a conversation with someone to to go out and feel a part of a scene. Even in the AA scene. You know, like you could have made a choice to go talk to that person that day, but, you know, resistance and, you know, like fear crept in and was like, no. And it's like a split second thing, right? Where it's Mm -hmm. like, nope. And I'm going to the car and before you know it. And it's like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. But it's so hard to be like, let the childlike wonder and curiosity, like, like I'm going to get to know this person, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, gee, mister, how you doing? Hey lady. What's your name? What do you do? Yeah. And once you start talking to people, like, like you start to realize that people are just like you where they're like, Oh, hi, you want to talk to me? Sweet. And either that's like, Oh no. Or it's like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to go along with this and just see what this person has to teach me. Mm -hmm. Everybody can teach you something within a few moments, you know? Um, in the right place, the right setting, you know, especially at AA.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Also, I feel like, you know, in AA, if you're like a newcomer, like I'm kind of a newcomer to these groups that I've been going to again. um, And I feel like as soon as, you know, an unfamiliar face walks in, everybody looks at them like, are you okay? You know, it's kind of like we're all treating each other like we're sick
0: at AA, well yeah it's like we're treating each other like we're incredibly
1: fragile
0: yeah but that's also what it is when new people come in yeah like there's yeah there's degrees to it yeah when people come in they also don't know what the hell is going on with you but people also know their version of that Mm -hmm. and when most people go to aa they're looking for salvation yeah and if you show up that's what they're there for. Yeah, they're there to be like, "Hi, tell us your story." Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to share your story, you're probably not ready to be here. Hmm. You know, maybe you need to do some more research, like, because you got to really want to be sober, and you got to, and part of that is you got to be open. You got to be an open book with strangers and people, because sometimes those are the people that give you that nugget of wisdom that like save your life. Yeah. You know, or at least yeah. save you for the day where I'm like, oh, you know what? That person told me that one little thing of truth that I needed to hear. I'm good for today.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm gonna wake up <laughs> and see how I am tomorrow. You know, when mm-hmm. when I was in AA, and you know, there's always bumper stickers and slogans. You know, and they're they're there for a reason. Yeah, you know, they're helpful. They work. Yeah, and it's a great way to say to somebody you don't know, like. You know, like, oh, you know what? You know what you do the next time you don't want it or you want to drink? You know, I had somebody tell me this. The next time you want to drink, you know what you do? And I'm like, what? And they're like, just wait till tomorrow. And then you can. (laughs) And they're like, and then you can drink.
1: That's funny. And
0: I'm like, what? I don't want to hear that. And like, no, no, just think about it. Try it. Next time you want to drink, you can absolutely do it. Just wait till the morning. Okay. Like make the decision the next morning. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you say that to me? Like, cause you're, cause you're not usually gonna wake up and go, oh, I need, okay, well now I can drink. Yeah. You know, it's like you wake up and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah Unless
0: you're drinking in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which right. some of us do at certain yeah. points.
1: I feel like that's a, a good one specifically for people who have been sober for a while.
0: For people oh, yeah. with not
1: a lot of sobriety, probably. yeah, that that
0: that might be different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's like I feel like because once I got to a certain place in my sobriety, it was fun to go out to the bar. I have been around you at the bar, like back when you were drinking <laughs> when I when I
1: wasn't. The first time I hit on you
0: when I when I wasn't drinking. You know, yeah. there were there were you know a few times. Yeah where you know it's like I can be out at a bar not drink kind of be a part of it Mm -hmm. but it's different when you are sober because you're like you get to watch the chaos and and the fun of it kind of be a part of that and then be like all right I'm
1: out that's kind (laughs) of how I felt at bliss
0: yeah yeah at bliss you know it's like we're at party central at bliss yeah and the fact that like We didn't drink at all. We weren't staying up all night. Yeah, you know, I didn't
1: even want to.
0: Yeah. Once you start seeing, like, once you start going out to the bar sober and you see how bad it gets by closing time, it's medicine to not want to drink.
1: Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, is that we're in bars all the time. That's our job. You know, it's not like...
0: So we definitely see all the, the good and bad. I mean, mostly the bad when you have some guy, I mean, like... That one guy.
1: Oh, yeah. We were... Like, was um, he
0: even drunk or not?
1: I'm assuming he was. He was either drunk or stupid, but um, he came up to me while we were setting up and High Five, Eric had gone into the bathroom and um, he came up to me and he's like, you can do it. (laughs) I was like, excuse me? And he's like, you can do it. I was like, do what? And he's like, you can play music. And I was like, yep, that's why we're here. (laughs) And he's like you don't have to stop playing, you can keep going. And I was like, what? (laughs) He's like, don't stop, don't stop playing. I was like, we haven't even started yet, what are you talking about? Like, he was there as we were loading in and he's so fucked up that he had no idea that we hadn't just stopped playing.
0: So, because I was not there for that specific interaction, you just told me about it afterwards. But I'm hearing it now, and I'm thinking about it through the the scope of childlike wonder. Right? So, <laughs> what?
1: No, nothing. <laughs> this <laughs> well,
0: is funny. <laughs> so, you could look at it like this guy is so drunk, but like think about it in a parallel universe where. <laughs> somebody has come back in time and they're like <laughs> you don't have to quit <laughs> like it you could think about it as like a sign from the universe you know of like <laughs> don't quit you, you can keep playing you don't have to quit you know because like what was the context we hadn't even started playing yet yeah but you know I feel like you could choose to look at it in a way that's like uh more symbiotic of like you know what you're right we don't we don't have to quit we're gonna keep going thank you for that bit of confidence sir oh
1: my God. I didn't want to encourage him
0: well no I don't I, I don't mean like that I don't mean like because yeah that will encourage some drunk asshole but to I don't know I'm just trying to change my perception to be like that yeah. with people
1: yeah
0: because I feel like it opens me up to the possibility of getting to talk and interact with more people in a way that makes me feel like I'm connected to the universe in Mm -hmm. some, in some weird way. Yeah. You know, like the, I don't know if we talked about this or not before, but so one of the servers at work, um, at Pearson's, They put on the special board, have a blessed day as a joke, right? You can't do that. You can't put that on a special board. Mm -hmm. He had to erase it. And so the joke every day when I leave is have a blessed day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I do a lot of praying. I do a lot of meditating. Um, I ask the universe for things. Um, And I look at all those little things, like, especially that, like when someone's like, have a blessed day, jokingly, I'm like, okay, Hmm. I will. Thank you. And when, you know, the same person said it to me every day for a week at the end of it, you know, I was like, you know what? Every time you say that to me, I end up having a great day. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) And he's laughing, but I'm, you know. Yeah. I'm kind of living in my fucking fantasy world (laughs) of (laughs) like, like have a blessed day. And I'm like, yeah, but you really mean it. Mm. I know you really mean it. Yeah. And when someone's like, you don't have to quit playing music. I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to take that little shred and pretend that it's like a sign from the universe. And I'm going (laughs) to be like, okay, (laughs) thank you. And I'm going to move on. And I feel like the more you do that, The more you can be open to talking to people, the more, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's the way that I have to look at everything Mm -hmm. as someone who has gone back out drinking, you know, all the time, Yeah. you know, I don't know, but it's like, we can do all of these same things and not drink. Yeah. We can talk to people we can feel like a community we can have conversations with strangers some of the some of the best little moments of my days are with strangers of like i needed to hear that i needed to have a nice little interaction with a complete stranger mm-hmm. you know even if it's like a wave at a fucking like letting somebody cut in front of you like go go get in and they're like And you can tell they're like, thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, like it feels good, you know. And I think that all ties in to just the feeling of belonging and feeling like we're all a part of something together.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And drinking, I feel like it, it, uh, like you said, it gives us like this false sense of, community and
1: yeah just like social media does
0: yeah oh i think that was the chord
1: yeah this mic is so weird it's so sensitive I'm not same <laughs> also same <laughs>
0: so i don't know do you do you want to drink tonight
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: You do? Yeah. You really do? Yeah. Okay, so.
1: (laughs) But I'm going to wait till tomorrow. I was going to (laughs) say if you really
0: want to drink tonight, I would just wait till (laughs) tomorrow morning. You
1: know, it's funny um, when we were at Sparks. It was such, it was one of those like magical nights because we were in Traverse City. We don't go to Traverse City very often. There were lights. We went to the bookstore. We had amazing, 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 amazing barbecue. And it felt like a really like special fun night. And then you guys started playing and I was hanging out with Will's friend Jeff and we were having a blast, like making fun of Will being drunk. And I was just like, God, this would be so, like people were dancing and I found myself like moving in my seat. Like I wanted to dance, right? I don't, I've do not dance sober that's always been my thing like as an adult you know even though i have had like nine years of dance classes i will not dance unless i am absolutely fucking obliterated and i'm like you know i could go get a drink like i really could
0: (laughs) or i could go fucking dance on the dance floor no 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 (laughs) you really could
1: yeah but i won't
0: but you choose to not do it yeah yeah
1: yeah. Whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You, you'd, you'd,
0: you'd rather lose. You'd rather lose a year of sobriety than just go dance. But you then, t-
1: like you told me, you don't lose your sobriety. That's fine. Because you are still sober for all those days. So I'm trying to make it. You know, I'm like in the bar, like making it. I'm making excuses for myself. I'm making it make sense for me to just have one.
0: Yeah. You know, and that that is a great way. To convince yourself that you can yeah. have a few drinks, yeah,
1: because I was like I, in my head, I was like, "What if I like just had like one drink at every Pistol Whip's gig, <laughs> just to you know feel more laid?" back. you know, I'm like trying to justify it in my head, and while I'm looking around and talking and having a fun time, and then go up to get another soda water, and I'm like, "I'm gonna, I'm totally gonna just ask him to put a shot in it, like why not, you know?" And I get up to the bar. And I don't. I don't ask the bartender to do that, obviously. Yeah. And I don't even know, like, why I, you know, I could have done it so easily. Right. But I didn't, and I was thinking about it, and I'm like, like, you know, a day later, I'm like, maybe it's because I, not drinking now is a habit.
0: Yeah, just you know like drinking I mean? Yeah, it's like I habit. have
1: been working that muscle for... 15 months straight excuse me and it's super strong now you know to the point where even when I don't feel good even when I'm feeling weak that habit is still in place and I don't ask for that drink that I could so easily ask for
0: it's easier to go dance sober than it is to fuck up your sobriety
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like but for real, that really is true. It's just, it's it's simple, but it's not easy, right? Yeah. Just like you just everything. Just don't drink, LOL. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's been <laughs> or, my motto. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, I mean, you haven't drank, which is good, and you're going to AA. Yeah. You know? Yep. So... I don't know. I think if, I mean, I'm not you, but if I were like a doctor and I could like prescribe you something, I would say, try to like talk to people more at AA and get a little uncomfortable like each time you do it, little by little, you know, Mm. and maybe that might help. Uh, Because, you know, the people at AA have a lot of good things along with some bad things to share. Yeah. But... You know, finding maybe a a sponsor, a female sponsor that can help, you know, help you when you're in a crisis moment.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've never. Well, when I'm in my crisis moment, I, you're usually always there. You yeah. Know what I mean, but, um, but you, you know, I've never worked through the steps before. I kind of tried to, you know, by myself, um, like a, over a year ago. But I never, um, I didn't know what I was doing, you know, yeah. and I had a lady who had approached me and, you know, was like, I'll be your sponsor. And I was like, oh, cool. And she like texted me twice. She spelled my name wrong both times. Um, and she just wanted me to go to zoom meetings. I was like, I would rather die than go to a zoom meeting. <laughs> I, mean, I fucking hate zoom. Like, why would I go to a zoom meeting? So I'm
0: talking to a ghost <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if I wanted to like. I don't even want to FaceTime my mom, let alone a bunch of strangers. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: the FaceTime is hard to do. Yeah, Zoom Zoom is hard to do.
1: And it's, I mean, yeah, like, I'd be worried about like talking, people talking over each other. I don't know. Like, it it just seems like it would be kind of strange and the flow would be weird. Well,
0: either way, you could meet somebody else at a meeting and do like in person stuff. Yeah. Which would be better. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, I think it would be good for you to to have another person outside of me that is, you know, mm-hmm. a, and a, and a, an older woman mm-hmm. would be better because they have been through it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do miss going to meetings and feeling like a part of something, you know? Come with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I might. It's just, you know, I don't feel like I'm that close at all to wanting to drink and i'm you know we're so busy as it is that you know if i were to drink it would just kind of ruin <laughs> so much of my life
1: yeah i mean that same I, that
0: i that i have no desire to, to yeah do it. and i
1: mean that was enough to make me not want to do it for a year and now it's not working anymore yeah you know
0: man yeah, definitely happens the pink cloud is yeah. gone yeah but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, as, as much as I say, like, oh, uh, you know, I'm so busy and, you know, drinking would, you know, ruin all the stuff that we're doing like it would. Um, but I definitely can't rule it out ever that I would you yeah. know not go back obviously i don't i don't mean like that like i'm cured mm-hmm. um you know and i definitely know when i'm like oh man i'm like really kind of wanting to drink and that's usually like in the winter yeah usually like a, a, in the winter when it's like mm. really snowy
1: yeah i feel <laughs> I, like the changing of the seasons triggers it for me cuz i noticed at the beginning of the summer i was like Oh, you know, I could go for like a summer drink, you know, like summer's definitely summery shit. And then when, uh, you know, like gypsy started promoting their apple pie vodka, I was like, uh God, I miss that, you know, or the, the witches brew wine, like mold wine, you know, like shit like that. It's just like, you see that stuff because it's everywhere you go, (laughs) you know, like grocery stores, like the lighting, have you ever noticed the lighting in the liquor section in the grocery store, how pleasant it is and how their displays are just immaculate. Like they put so much effort into selling alcohol.
0: Are you talking about in the wine section or in the liquor section?
1: in the wine section generally which you have to pass to get to anything else in most stores yeah the wine
0: section in d&w is definitely like very nice "Ah,"
1: you know just like sucking you in i'm just like no 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 and i used to not even flinch walking past it and now it's like anytime i pass a bottle of alcohol i just feel like i'm white knuckling it yeah you know but i'm doing it
0: yeah, but you got to yeah, you just got to go to meetings. I think I think you need to get on a like a strict like gym, you know, like yeah. physical. I mean, you're going to the gym and stuff, but like
1: Well, I hadn't in about a week and then you made me go with you today, which was great.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know that if I were not working out and being physical, that mm-hmm. I would have way more cravings. Yeah. And I think that's a big reason why I drank at all. In the first place, because I think that the feeling of drinking is equivalent to the feeling of, like, working out to the point of, like, almost total exhaustion, you know? Hmm. I think it's the same kind of thing. The The
1: looseness you feel after?
0: (coughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, definitely the the looseness. Like, I don't feel like I have any cares. Like, when I left the gym today, Mm -hmm. I just, I'm like... I don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, (laughs) but that's
1: a, it's a slightly different, I don't give a fuck.
0: No, I don't mean, yeah, I don't mean, I just mean my mood is like so good and chill when I'm done. Like, you know, we did cardio, we lifted a bunch and it was just like, Mm. I'm good, man. I do not want to (laughs) drink, you know,
1: Yeah.
0: where my whole life before that, like I just feel like I was meant to be a physical being and I wasn't Mm -hmm. my whole life. I didn't have to go out and look for a water source, look for food, look for shelter, build shelter, move things around,
1: go to war, try
0: to survive (laughs) the elements. Like I didn't have to do any of that, but my body is still wired to do that. Therefore, I found struggles in different ways, which was through alcohol. It was looking for love and looking for connection but by 2 or 4 a.m. when you're all fucked up there's no real love or connection Mm -hmm. out in the bar scene in the party scene it's not there instead it just made me feel more alone more alienated Mm -hmm. and like a complete loner you know the whole I could be in a bar full of crowded people and feel like I was the only one there. That's yeah. a thing that they say in AA. Yeah. And when you hear that for the first time, you're like, what?
1: Definitely felt that. That's what meltdown's about. Yeah, and With think of... piss baby song.
0: How many people feel like that all the time? hmm You know? The same reason of like... I don't do karaoke unless I'm drunk. I don't dance unless I'm drunk. I don't do this. All the excuses we all have for wanting to go out and have fun and feel connected. So what do we do? Well, oh, It's a social lubricant. It's like, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it makes you not care as much, you know, but I feel like I definitely don't care as much after I've like, done a really hard workout why not go out to the bar after that and just be like hey what's up you know like but then again I don't feel like I like to go out to the bar and you know just hang out and talk
1: no I don't either if we didn't play in bars I would never go into a bar ever again
0: yeah I mean I don't (laughs) think I really would either I wish there were some weed bars around here. Not that yeah, I don't. even smoke, oh, but... Oh,
1: God, that would be awful. It would just be like a bunch of... I guess it
0: would just be really smoky. Guys that do
1: dabs. Yeah. Oh, dab, Like yeah. It would be the dab guys. Well... Like it would be people who only smoke weed to get super fucked up going you to the Yeah, absolutely. I think of it more of like, it would a be like
0: weed kinda of sewer people who want to go out and taste and like There might be some of those too, but those wine. people are
1: also assholes. <laughs> like well, I know more about weed than everybody else. Like yeah, that's cool. not everybody. Nobody cares?
0: <laughs> not everybody's like that. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> you know. I mean, there are people that wanna go out and smoke weed and
1: it would be like only people who uh, whose whole personalities are that they smoke weed.
0: Mm. Those are the only people that would go out? <laughs> I think <Jeez>. so.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I guess we won't find out. I mean, either. it's <laughs> even
1: more illegal to smoke weed and drive than it is to drink and drive. So it's like, that could be pretty sketchy, I feel like.
0: Uh, yeah. Because you're
1: definitely driving there and driving home afterwards
0: yeah I've never understood any of that with alcohol or you know what do you mean driving to a bar to drink and then driving oh, home yeah like I've yeah. never understood that because well,
1: you're not supposed to get drunk
0: right <laughs> <laughs> yeah but if you want to dance all night long yeah. and have fun yeah. and be able to talk to people like mm-hmm. you or
1: you're supposed to have a dd you
0: end up getting drunk you know yeah, And then your DD shows up and they're like, well, I'm drinking too. Cause I can't fucking be here and not drink and talk to people. Yeah, I'm just like everybody else. And it's like, oh fuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unless you got a sober friend who's had a lot of sobriety and is like, yeah, fuck it. I'll go out. I
1: used to DD for people all the time. I would have like one drink at the very start of the night and then I would stay sober for the rest of the night and I'd be perfectly good to drive.
0: So all you needed was one drink to be socially lubricated, huh?
1: Yeah, it was a stiff drink, but yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: I was, totally would have blown over, but
1: <laughs> No, no, it was no. like in the beginning of the night. We'd be out for three or four hours, and then by the time three or four hours passes, you know. Be good. Yeah. But yeah. Hmm. I
0: don't
1: know. Well.
0: Just uh keep coming back. <laughs> it <laughs> one, works if you work it. One day at a time.
1: <laughs> Glad you came. If (laughs) (laughs) If
0: you're got one foot in yesterday and one (laughs) foot in tomorrow, you're shitting all over today, buddy. Um, Uh, well, I think you're going to be all right. You just gotta keep going. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And who knows? I might, I might go with you one of these times just for fun.
1: Appreciate it.
0: Yeah. It's nice to get to go. I mean, it's like, Whenever I go to an AA meeting, I always hear what I need to hear. Yeah. Whatever it is, I don't know it until someone says something and I'm like, oh, that's why I came. That's why I'm here. I'm glad I heard that.
1: Yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, with you, I mean, as far as you not um, struggling with wanting to drink right now, like you might be the person saying the thing that everybody else needs to hear. Yeah. is what I think. Yeah. No, I agree You know, You're always that for me. So I can only imagine you would be that for other people.
0: Well, if no one shows up to the meeting, no one can get better. Yeah. And that takes everybody who yeah. has experience with it. Well,
1: if it's all, you know, sick people there and no doctor, then <laughs> well, not that I'm type <laughs> no, not doctor. that you're, but you know what I mean? It's a,
0: but know, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, it's a group effort. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Let's wrap this one up. Um, but yeah, we're going to keep coming back We're going to keep going <laughs> We're going to keep doing this um, But yeah We we got a bunch of stuff coming up uh, In the works um, New recordings, new podcasts So yeah, we hope you guys uh, Check it all out Don't forget to listen to This Wednesday, the community calendar episode Is coming out at 8am So uh Yeah guys have a great night. Bye-bye.
1: Rep Your Set is a production of Quo Vadis Records. All content is for entertainment purposes only. Follow Rep Your Set on iTunes and Spotify, and don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and review. For any questions, email us at Rep your Set with Eric Dane at gmail.com. You can also send us the dates of your upcoming shows and any of your original songs that you would like us to share on the podcast.